Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Clean Libertarian Podcast. And uh, first off, just want to start out saying I apologize that it's taken so long to get some new content out to y'all. Um, frankly, we've just had some scheduling conflicts with some of the guests. Uh, you know, life happens. It, it is what it is. And admittedly, you know, this podcast has taken a backseat to some of my other efforts, you know, um, out of harm's way. OKC is going strong. You know, our participant list is growing uh, daily and we're reaching people, which is really good. But that also means that, you know, more and more of my quote unquote free time is being kind of uh, accounted for now. But um, I, I'm not stopping the podcast. This is still something that I'm, I'm, you know, wanting to do, which is why I wanted to make an episode. And I do have quite a few really great episodes lined up and interviews that you guys are absolutely going to love. But um, I did want to take, because I got a few free minutes today, I wanted to take a, a little bit of time and kind of address some of the, you know, uh, dramatics going on around the li Liberty community. Um, and, and kind of, you know, air some of my gripes, um, not that anybody cares, not that it matters. Um, but I do want to like make it known kind of where I stand just in case, man. Um, you know, in, in running a nonprofit, um, and especially a nonprofit that is starving, you know, one of the things that you got to be on the lookout for is kind of what your associations look like. You know, if anybody uh, were skeptical about who you are and what you're about, you know, they're going to do some digging. And when they do some digging, they're going to find out that I am, in fact, a member of the Oklahoma Libertarian Party. And um, I feel like my state affiliate has done a, a great job with uh, kind of addressing the elephant that is in the room. And for those of y'all who don't know kind of what's happened um, there's just, there's another affiliate, the New Hampshire Libertarian Party, who is well known for being, you know, um, edgy, you know, and, and they say that they say the things that a lot of people, uh, you know, are too afraid to, or I, I don't know, but it's, their approach is horrific sometimes. And, um, it has been that way the last couple of weeks. The most notable one that has gained traction is the fact that, uh, they had Meghan McCain, they, a picture of Meghan McCain, you know, grieving next to her father's casket. And they uh, made the caption, uh, Happy Holidays. And of course, you know, Meghan McCain picked this up. And, you know, here's the thing, guys. I get it. I get it. Everybody who's been around the anti-war community and has taken a huge stance against, you know, the military industrial complex and what that entails and, you know, foreign conflict knows the type of person that both Megan and her father, uh, who John McCain used to be and then who, who Megan is, you know, still today. And they're obvious war hawks, you know, um, debatably whether or not they're guilty of any actual war crimes. Look, man, I'm, I'm not the one, you know, uh, to be able to call it, call it this or call it that. What I do know for a fact is that Megan McCain is no innocent, right? Like she is not. Megan McCain doesn't care about you, doesn't care about me. And if it would boost her numbers in the polls, she would absolutely drag you and your family through hell in order to do so. And um, but we know that. Right. We have seen politicians for what they are. We've seen, 
you know, uh, messaging and moves coming out of Washington, D.C. And we understand, you know, the uh, the effect that has on not only on our population, but in populations around the globe. Um, Here's the thing, though. There's a lot of people in this country who have not reached that point. And by just coming out with an awful, awful tweet like that and not having any kind of messaging to explain your position or, uh, you know, explain why the contempt for Meghan McCain, you made her into a victim. I mean, my God, she quote tweeted that six times, I think was the number quote tweeted that one tweet and just like had a field day with it. You, you gave her a boost in the polls because of that. And you drove people away from the libertarian party. Um, most notably, I have seen that effect happen right here at home. There's a couple of prominent members of the Oklahoma Libertarian Party, and they're walking away because they're afraid of being guilty by, I, afraid is the wrong word. Um, they do not want to be guilty by association. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, like I've had to kind of look at it myself from that point. Um, <clears throat> you know, as I as I mentioned, you know, being... Being the lead of a nonprofit and kind of, uh, you know, wanting to make sure that my associations pass the litmus test for the majority of people who come across it is an important thing for me. You know, like that's something I keep on my mind. And the Libertarian Party that I walked into was the Libertarian Party that stood up for individual rights. Whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you're white, black, whether you're uh, you know, any, it do, doesn't matter. Like your identity is unique and it is important that your rights are absolutely upheld, right? Your rights are upheld and you are seen as an individual, not part of some sort of collective. And some of the messaging that I've seen, and look, let's be honest, this all, in my opinion, seemed to start going downhill with, um, with the COVID and with the, you know, protests of 2020 and the summer of 2020, that broke a lot of people's brains. I saw some really, um, really decent libertarian think tanks kind of turn super far to the right. Um, and, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like they're, there, some of that kind of like resonated in my mind, like some of the shit they started to say started to resonate in my mind a little bit. And I kind of drifted that direction, but I could never fully, you know, obviously grasp anything like I'm never going to vote or be like a, a, a stump for a Republican candidate. Like it ain't going to fucking happen, man. Um, Republicans are are the worst on on drug policy. Um, and you all know that's my baby. So. Anyway, um, I've watched since that that year, 2020, I watched the messaging coming out of the Libertarian Party. And that was, you know, Sarworks party at the at that point. And it was fucking atrocious, man, like afraid to speak about, you know, the lockdowns uh, in, in any meaningful way, afraid to talk about the, the mandates and. It's just uh, it was just crazy. It was a it was a gigantic fumble, you know, to be sure. But this new guard comes in and it's like, 
man, all of a sudden, like certain planks are changing in the National Party and it's starting to look like a bunch of like young Republicans. And look, man, like it's cool. Like it it should be big tent and there should be room for people. But I'm kind of starting to to see some of the uh, some of the things that I've seen people uh, be concerned about with uh, certain factions rising up in the Libertarian Party. And, you know, while I'll just say this, man, if if you're racist or like homophobic or whatever, like, no, I'm not saying you should be thrown in a fucking cage or it should be like against the law to be those things. But what I am saying is that you're probably not libertarian if you're lumping somebody in with a group of people just because of a few identifiers. Libertarians inherently believe that the individual is the smallest minority and we should be against collectivism in all forms. And I see a lot of lack of that with with some of this some of this messaging and some of this shit that's coming out of this uh, of this new group of people. And um, it's concerning, you know, it's concerning. And I don't personally believe that um you know that that is something that is sustainable long term i don't think that you know uh some of that fucking bullshit messaging is going to be something that that draws more quality people into our movement right like you you've already got the right the modern right you've got the conservative republican movement you've already got the you know, progressive left, you know, Democrats, what point of it, of having a political party, a third party, is it if you don't stand out in any noticeable way from either one of those, right? The LP at its very best walks that line and will acknowledge the good in either side of the aisle and call out the bad, okay? What I see kind of happening is, you know, upholding the bad and then talking down the good, you know, so long as it meets your your political ideologies. And I don't know. I know I'm rambling. This is why I don't really do solo episodes all that much, because I'm not fucking great at it. I'm no Tim Dillon or, you know, any of those other people who can go on and on. But um, I did want to at least make something that uh that said you know what brought me into the libertarian party is the belief that um government is not the solution to to helping people um i came from bernie sanders uh campaign in 2016 donating to that campaign um to being a member of the libertarian party you know not because i had a radical ideology change outside of anything beyond just realizing that government can't be the solution here and that politicians are dog shit. You know, it's it's those two things right there. I still hold the beliefs. Like, I'm still very much so an egalitarian in my mind, but I mean, not forced egalitarianism. Like, I, I believe wholeheartedly in voluntary charity and community goodwill and doing good things for people and standing up for the little guy and making sure that nobody uh, nobody can get ganged on by the mob. Right. And um, that seems to be a part of the message that is slipping away from us. And I don't like that. I don't like that. And I will tell you that there is a line for me personally 
to where, and I, I've been really, really, really close to it um, over the last few weeks. But um, there is a line for me personally where I will walk away from the Libertarian Party as a whole and start kind of looking at maybe not even being affiliated with the party. I've even gone so far as to consider rebranding the podcast and coming up with something new, you know, calling it the clean anarchist or what have you. But um, not there yet. You know, I'm grateful for the Oklahoma Libertarian Party. I'm grateful for the more sane voices, right? The voices of people who who aren't Mises and they're not the cathedral types, like just somewhere in the middle, man. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. Like, there's a lot of really great people in the Mises Caucus. Uh, there's a lot. I will tell you that the, the, the louder voices in the Mises Caucus, not, a, not really a fan. Not, not a big fan. Um, for those of you who are on Twitter, you'll, you'll get this reference. But I am squarely stuck somewhere in between Spike Cohen and Ace Arkist. You know, uh, y'all remember both of them have been on the show two wonderful people and um, that brand of liberty is 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 what I'm all about that's what I like and that's what I'll continue to be so whether attached to a political affiliate or not you know um, I'm still going to be out here doing good and for those of you listening I hope that you're out there doing good I hope that you have found your passion and your thing that you do um, just all we have to do is make the world around us one percent better right and I don't think that that happens by being uh, being the fortune of political political parties. So there it is. But um, I love you guys, um, and I, and I still got a lot. I got a lot of love for anybody who shows up to give their best effort to try to move the needle, right? And um, so you know, God bless you. I, I I love all of you out there. I hope that you uh, keep your chin up. Feel free to hate me, criticize me, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm still doing my thing, right? And I love you all the same. And I believe in you. And so, um, that being said, the song of the day today is Crass. Y'all know Crass. I love Crass. I know you love Crass, too. But this song is called Punk is Dead. It's just, uh, yeah, she's one of those teams. And I really do feel like it it belongs in here. I'm not saying the LP is dead. But, uh, man, we're getting there, you know, so fucking be weird, man. Be weird. Be that person that you are. Love somebody else today. Do something nice for somebody today. And, uh, and let's get this thing going. But, uh, all right, guys, we will see you soon. Bye.